You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75, two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer. The one and only doesn't sound as congested as I do. Tony Casillas, TC. What up? I'm doing great. And uh, you're probably not getting a lot of sleep now. I, I, as I think, as everyone saw, or viewers, uh, that you got the, your son home. So welcome to the real world now. But I'm, I'm happy for you and uh, Mrs. Ochoa. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, you know, it has uh, been a time of, um, I would say sleep at, at, at three hour intervals, but that would be a lie. Like, I mean, <laughs> so, um, but I mean, obviously we wouldn't, you know, rather have it any other way. Um, but it's it's been very fun. On his first day, the Cowboys beat the crap out of the Eagles, uh, which was, you know, he was born, as you remember, the day before Thanksgiving. So, you know, I had to go up to him in the hospital and tell him like, look, they don't always lose. You know, because the Cowboys lost to the Raiders. So right now he's riding high and hopefully he's uh, he's good luck for this coming week. Um, I've been saying this on all of our shows, <coughs> Tony. I sound sick. I, it's just allergies. I appreciate all the concern from everybody. Uh, but I realize that I sound congested just, you know, just that time of year, you know, which is um, a little bit more complicated in our current climate. But so I, I'm powering through. This is my flu game, so to speak. Um, so really, I am the huge champion. But uh, Tony, you are a champion twice over. Um, and uh, in both of your Super Bowl winning seasons, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. This Sunday, the Cowboys will play the 49ers in a playoff game once again. And I don't know if anybody but me noticed this, but Tony thinks this is serious because Tony changed his Twitter profile picture. I mean, that's, you know, that's got to mean a lot, Tony. I mean, you you pulled out the old Tony Sack and Steve Young photo um, as, you know, in some spirit this week. You know, we got to celebrate the uh, and rekindle this, uh, you know, this matchup. And I think the way the 49ers have gotten to this point and then obviously Dallas, it's great to be able to have the memories and, of course, pull all those, you know, those pictures out and memories. So, uh, yeah, I think in light of the game and in light of uh, being able to celebrate that, um, yeah, you pull all that stuff out, and I did guarantee the Cowboys would win. So you uh, guarantee so like, you're you're on record. You're fully guaranteed. You're like, have uh, you, you made a bet? Like, what's what's on what's at stake here? Well, nothing's at stake. It's my integrity and the wow. fact that I uh, that means nothing. Me. I mean, yeah, I really, yeah, when it comes to, I really don't have much integrity. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just feel comfortable with it, and then once I start looking at the 49ers, I'm thinking it's not going to be that easy because they're a pretty good football team. But, uh, yeah, I just think it's a great it's – it's been a historical matchup in the past, and so why not celebrate it? Do you um, do you think this was the best draw for them? 
I mean, when you look at Arizona and you look at Los Angeles, I mean, if you could have picked, you know, on purpose, would you have picked the 49ers? Because everybody looks at them and says, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is terrible, but obviously they can run the ball. Obviously, their defense is really good. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan's really creative. Dan Quinn knows him well, obviously, from their time together. In I mean, this is just the Tony Casillas Bowl. Like, we got the Atlanta connection, the San Francisco playoffness. Like, this is all uh, all Tony Casillas. But what, is this the team you would have wanted to have seen? You know, I think it really, uh, you know, to the point about, you know, the preference of who you want to get, I think it's, you know, in the playoffs, it's a different vibe. It's a different energy. You know, all, all bets are off. It's a, it's a you know, one-game elimination. So I, I don't think – I think sometimes we kind of overlook that. Um, so I, I, I think the fact that the Cowboys are playing home, I think that's good. Um, but, yeah, the 49ers, there's definitely some threats. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, you can say all you want about him, but he's a tough dude. Uh, you look at the defense last week, I believe they got 28 uh, hurt pressures. On, uh, on Matthew Stafford, they can mm-hmm. they play against the run. I think they're number three in, in total defense in the National Football League. Uh, they got Debo uh, Samuel's a tremendous, tremendous playmaker. Uh, as you mentioned, they run the football. So I, I guess my point is, is that it really doesn't matter at this point in the season because hopefully you get everyone back and everyone is is doing social distancing. You don't have any issues with COVID. So I think when you get into this point of the season, you don't even think about that. It's like, let the team in front of me, we're going to play. Uh, and so it really doesn't matter. And to the point about going back to the 49ers-Cowboys game, when we played them in 1992 the first time, we were a heavy, heavy underdog. And we right. went out there and shocked the world. So, yeah, to your point, it's at this point, it's all about momentum. And in this point forward, the best team wins. So I, I- – I mean, I love this week. Like, it's super cool. It's super fun. I, th- I tweeted about this on Monday morning. I think it's really cool. Obviously, you lived it. But, um, you know, I think, of, like, just using myself as an example, you know, like, I hate the 49ers, don't get me wrong, but I didn't live it. You know, I was obviously very young, um, you know, for, for y'all's dynasty. And so I think it's super cool that, that a new generation of Cowboys fans gets to write their own 49ers chapter. You know what I mean? Like we've, we've had all, you know, you've, and it obviously even predates, you know, y'all's run, obviously, you know, yesterday, Monday was 40, the 40 year anniversary of the catch. I mean, so you, you've got, you know, it, this, this rivalry kind of stands the test of time. And it's been a while since we had a Cowboys 49ers game that had some serious juice. I don't know if you remember this actually, Tony, Thank you, Bear. Um, Bear Bear is uh, adjusting to the baby, by the way. Uh, A lot of people have asked. Um, But last year, the Cowboys and 49ers were scheduled to play on Sunday night football. Um, The NFL flexed out of that game because both Dallas and San Francisco were so bad. Um, You recall that was when Jalen Smith was asked about it. And he said, as long as Jerry's fine, I'm fine. And that upset a lot of people. Um, and just to put in perspective how far we've come, the NFL flexed out of that in favor of a Browns-Giants game on Sunday Night Football. Um, but so my point is, like, you know, this is awesome. Like, this is really cool um, to kind of, you know, experience this. Um, back to the question of, you know, is this the best opponent for the Cowboys? I think you said it well in, in that it's it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. You know, it's a tournament, you know, so, you know, if, if you're trying to play God and pick one team, you know, that's never a good idea. 
But I do think ultimately it was the best thing for the Cowboys to improve their seating because you don't know what chaos is going to happen anywhere else that might lead to you hosting another playoff game, which would have been more difficult if you were the four seed. So being the three seed at the very least is a nice benefit. You also, Tony, mentioned um, COVID, and obviously that's that's a factor, you know, in terms of the world. Just now, while we uh, have been recording, Jerry Jones um, is doing one of his weekly hits on, on the fan. And he said that the team's uh, protocol has evolved and that players are highly aware of what it means to play on Sunday versus the Niners. Some players took some criticism last week going to see Dirk's uh, retirement. And, um, you know, we've seen the Cowboys be a little bit forward thinking when it comes to stuff like this. And so I wouldn't you know, that's that's reality, right? Like you got it. You got you got to do everything you can to play. Maybe it's check into the Omni, whatever. But like. It's nice to see them aware of, you know, what this game means. I think the fact that we're still dealing with well, teams are still dealing with COVID and it's just one positive test away from the team not advancing. And, and right. I'm talking a quarterback, a, a key player, key component. And that's how close you are. So I think it'd be very difficult and to play in modern day and having to do the social distancing and not be around anyone, but ultimately it's your responsibility because this is this the stakes are high right now, and if you if if it's you that is the culprit of being exposing yourself under these circumstances, then that's on you. and And I, I'm going to take a, a quote from the great Jimmy Johnson. And this is all Tony could see. It's old school. We've been 49ers. When we made our playoff run, I believe in 92, he verbatim told us after practice, got all the team up and said, look, I don't want to hear anything about your family, your wives, your girlfriends, your whoever, any family, tell them to stay home and you're not going to see him. And he met that. Of course, we, we just kind of like, well, that's one of Jimmyisms things that he says. Uh, but I think it's a point now. <laughs> that you got to kind of have that unreal, unrealistic approach because it is so blatant you know, with the COVID. And it's like, just get through it for the next four months, hope, or excuse me, four weeks. <laughs> I'm being, I'm very, very optimistic. Mm -hmm. uh, but take it week by week because unfortunately that's what you're dealing with. And, you know, it's, a, it's a slippery slope when it comes to these co you know, getting COVID and testing positive. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Something I say a lot, and this is why I wanted the Cowboys to rest their starters last week. They didn't, whatever, you know, I it, it worked out you know, fine. But 
and and Dak Prescott after the game after the win on Saturday said you know it, it was just kind of surreal for him considering where he was a year ago this time obviously rehabbing his injury to where the Cowboys are now think about how much life this is what I say a lot think about how much life we have to live between now and this time next year like like just like think about it like we got to live through the playoffs and the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. We got to see all like the river in Chicago be green. Um, we got the Masters, which you know will be cool. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, spring coming, the clocks jumping forward, um, summertime, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, um, you know, kids coming home for you. And, you know, however many grocery bills you got to pay, you know, how many tuitions you got to pay between now and then. You know what I mean? Um, you know. I don't know, the Little League World Series, you know, the Winter Olympics this year, uh, baseball starting, base, the World Series, you know, college football starting again. By the way, congratulations to Georgia. I mean, like, we have to live through so much life just to get back here. And that's just, like, the time of it all. You know what I mean? We, we don't know if a year from now the Cowboys will be this successful, if they'll, they'll be in this same sort of position. And so my point is, like, you, you, you're here right now. You, you know what I mean? Like you're here now. This opportunity is precious and you have to treat it that way, um, which is why, Tony, segueing. And um, we're obviously recording this on Tuesday morning like we do every week. Uh, me and some of the other uh, blog and the boysers are going to get into this on the roundtable later tonight. So people can watch that live. Tony, do you know what is actually pissing me off? I don't use that expression a lot, but do you know what is pissing me off? You're not getting enough sleep. That yes, um, that you have an you have an allergy. <laughs> the allergy thing is tough. The the sleep thing is tough. Also, you know how how the bottle's got to be at certain angles. It's like oh, I, can, yeah. I can have the bottle at one angle, and then like my mm -hmm. son's just like, "This isn't it anymore." It's like, dude, why can't you just be satisfied? Like you know, whatever. No, but what is pissing me off is how much John Fossil loves Greg Zerline. That is actually bothering me because. I, I just described how precious this opportunity is. And John Fossil is is willing to risk it all because he's friends with Greg Zerline. Greg Zerline has played in 16 games this year. Do you know how many of them he has missed a kick in? I'm going to say 75% of the games. It's not that much, but eight, 50%. He has missed a kick 50%. So it is literally a coin flip proposition that he is going to cost you points. And John Fossil, man, this quote really set me off. I mean, and because you cannot come at our king, Tony. John Fossil said uh, he was asked if it was scary to be going into the playoffs. This is a tweet from John Mishota and, and uh, talking about their kicker still trying to find it. Fossil said if it was a rookie, maybe. But I think every kicker has kind of lost it before and they find it again. Tiger Woods a lot of time has lost it. Bones. Greg Zerline is not Tiger Woods. That really, really upset me. Well, I think you may even need to calm down a little bit there, man. Because um, <laughs> Maybe I'm just sleep deprived. Is that what you're the, saying? The, the last time I, I checked, it didn't seem like there's a whole lot of consistency this year when it comes to kickers. I'm not sure. I have to check that stat. But here's what's going to happen. All it's going to take is you to do a 180 on this, right? Oh. Because if he, if, he if he makes, let's say, this week, Versus the 49ers, if he's a guy, you know, kicks that game-winning field goal, he's going to be right back on your good side. So I think I think the whole thing with all these, you know, special team coaches, it's all about familiarity. 
it's all about having a relationship and knowing these guys. And I'm just going to go with the, you know, this response. Who else, who else out there do you trust to bring in this season? I mean, I think we could talk about Greg Zerline and how kind of unreliable and you can trust him. You can't trust him. And we've seen it. We, how many times we've seen this, but I think it just takes that one kick. So funny you say that he has um, Greg Zerline has played in three playoff games before and he has missed a kick in two of them. So there's only he's only played one playoff game where he made every single kick. But to your point, that one playoff game was the NFC championship. And in fact, he kicked the game winning field goal in overtime to send the Rams to the Super Bowl three years ago. So, I mean, you know, like I, it's you're, you're right. Like it's it's such a finicky thing. Um, but, you know, let's. Let's not compare. There's, more, there's bigger things to worry about, I think. I, I, okay. I guess. Uh, all right, so, then, so let's let's look let's look at the Cowboys. Can they run the damn football against a defense? As I mentioned, is number three in total defense in the National Football League. Are they going to be able to run the ball against that? I'm just asking you, point blank. I, I mean, not not if they focus on on Zeke. And I don't I don't want to like turn you know start so the that, Zeke Pollard so that, argument. So but, if you want to be pissed off, that'd be something you could be pissed off about. Well, I'm I'm also pissed off at Kellen Moore. To be fair, like I got a lot of pissed off to go around. All right, like I'm not sleeping a ton. So well, he's getting a lot of play for head coach interviews. So I think that's silly. I mean, I I think it makes <laughs> sense to like look Dan Dan Quinn is a dude who's done it before. Like that and and obviously has revitalized his image, but or his his success image, but. I mean, I just, I mean, why would you want to hire Kellen Moore right now? I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, but let's not, let's not talk. Let's talk about what your, your needs, your needs to have some calmness and trust and, and Greg Zerline. Okay. Let's and put be it concerned and be concerned more about going this game about if it is get to that point where he has to make, I don't know if he's two or three or something like that. I mean, to me, there's got to be some factors in there. Can this offense move the ball? Can they run the football against it? It's going to be a big test for them. I think I'm more concerned with that because the offense has been lacking. Yeah, they put 51 up against a uh, like a no-name defense, right. and the Eagles. But look, I think there's there's big you know bigger fist to fry going into this playoff game. So then let's as we close here um, on the subject of concerns. What is one thing? you are concerned about like like you're you're just you know the thing that that is causing you to lose the most sleep this week is it the Cowboys ability to run the ball because for me Greg Zerlin aside it's actually Dallas's ability to stop the run um I believe in the Cowboys defense but San Francisco is obviously very good so that's mine what are you the most concerned about I think as I just alluded to is probably mm. the inability to run the ball and, and and look I think that as I mentioned if you go back and watch the Rams game and that was just uh, people don't talk about how good their defensive front is. So I think there's going to be some challenges in there. We've seen that. We've seen that when there's this outer rhythm thing that you go through with the, you know, with the the offense. You know, for me, that's going to be a key component in this game. And is it going to be they're going to have to go all go to, you know, pass the ball first, pass and then run? What are the ratios going to be? But I think for me, if I'm if I if I'm concerned in a matchup that I'm really concerned with would be the Cowboys. You know, are they going to be able to average? Are they going to be able to just grind out four four and a half five yards of carry? Are they going to get to be able to get to that point? And because that, that's the one thing I don't want to do against a, a defense like this is getting those you know those third and long situations that we've seen. And 
and then create a lot of opportunity for their defensive line to pin their ears back and go after Dak Prescott. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it would be it would be really nice to see the Cowboys have some success on the ground. And that's why I'm saying, like, Tony Pollard's going to have to be a big part of that. Like, I'm not saying Zeke can't contribute at all, but but if you're going to live and die by by number 21, you know, that's not enough. Like, you know, yeah. like you, I, I know what Zeke means to this team and everything. That's awesome. Got a thousand yards this year. Great. But you need Tony Pollard in this game. And I hope yeah. that that's why they rested him last week because they realize how important he's going to be this to the success of the offense as a whole. Um, let's flip this then, Tony. Last question before we give predictions. What what do you have no concerns by? What, what are you the most confident in um, here, here? As we said on Tuesday, it could be a player. It can be an element of the team. It can be that there's going to be a lot of people there on Sunday. I mean, what what is what is what are you most willing to bet on? I'm not going to be concerned with this team being up for the game. I think they will come out and they will be on fire. Uh, the emotional component of it is, is, is not a concern for me. It's it's how offensively they kind of get in the rhythm. And, uh, you know, anyone that says it's a, just a different – it's another game, or they're kidding themselves. Because when you get the playoffs, the emotions are higher. All of a sudden, all those nicks and that you have with your body don't ache as much. You do something a little different. The adrenaline gets you through that. So I'm not going to be concerned with that. I, I'm not going to be concerned with the defense uh, making plays. I think this is a, a team that needs to be really effective on defense, get pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo because he has been prone to make some mistakes. Uh, so I think with the, the emotion uh, component and certainly the defense is not a big concern for me. Yeah, I think that my thing is a player. Like I, I have – supreme confidence like I, I if i have you know if, if i'm putting all my jelly beans on one thing it's that micah parsons will be a superstar like that's mm. that's the thing i trust the most like if anyone is going to show up it is that dude like he, he i fully believe that he will find a way um and so you know that's that's a nice thing like to have a defensive superstar that you can trust i think he's kind of out on defensive player of the year which is um you know kind of happened whatever but i mean he's He's going to be awesome on Sunday. Like, like I could see other people disappointing us, and I hope that doesn't happen, obviously. But I, in no universe can I see Micah Parsons, you know, kind of being flat. Well, uh, when T.J. Watt has 22 and a half sacks, it's kind of hard to yeah, to, to not pay attention to that and, and hand him over the defensive play. I mean, that's quite a feat. But, it, it, you know, one, one last thing before we get out of here is that I, I just think that Prescott for me, I think that he needs to be he needs to be on point. I mean, he's got to he's got to realize that and I, I think he'll be fine that big big players perform in big moments. And as we mentioned, RJ, not sure what they're gonna do when it goes to you know the, the, you know running the football. So what does that mean? That means that you're gonna have to get the passing game, you're gonna have to get things going on that that side you know, that category. And he's going to have to be very accurate against a really good defense. So uh, I think that's, that's well another said. Thing. That's another um, thing that I'm looking for in this game. So Sunday will almost, Tony, almost mark the 29-year anniversary of the 92 NFC Championship game. I don't know if you remember wow. that that game took place that's on a, that that took place time. on January. I yeah, I it was January 17th, but this this Sunday will be the 16th. So we're one day off. Um, yeah. But um, I have one final bit of trivia for you. 
there were two interceptions by your defense that day of Steve Young. Who had them? Uh, was it Kevin Smith? That's incorrect. Uh, I know. I think w- he did I recover think- a fumble, though. Just okay. to be clear, yeah, so he did so, have a turnover. So we, had, we had some. So we had a lot of turnovers in that game. Um, Darren Woodson. Wrong. Uh, uh, let's go with, uh, man, I'm just looking at this. Um, let's see how you got me on this one. Um, hold on one second. Uh, you're going to kick yourself if I tell you. It was a linebacker, right? Yeah, one of them. One of them's a linebacker. One of them's, one, one of them's a DB. Um, let's, let's go with Kenny Norton. That's the linebacker. And we'll go with, uh, uh, was it Thomas Everett? It was not. I'll tell you, it was James Washington. Oh, man, I forgot about drive-by. Um, but there were three Dallas Cowboys sacks defensively in that game. Do you know who had the three? Uh, your, your co-host. That would be Tony Casillas. Yeah, only, only person. I mean, seriously, what a bunch of slackers, your teammates. I think yeah, I had more sacks in that game than my whole, my whole season. I but. mean, I'm just saying, like, it's the NFC Championship game, and you carried everybody. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just I, I just couldn't. I, I go back and I think about that because someone uh, that was asking about that uh, NFC Championship, you know, there's two, two parts of that. One is that you realize you're just you're going to Super Bowl, which is – it's like pinch me moment. Right. And then two, Sack and Steve Young three times. It was just one of those moments I always, always remember. It's crazy. And then I, another one is like the, the great Mike to- Mark Tune, uh was my, was locked right next to me. And I was, that's awesome. He, he was a Hawaiian chief. So he was sent some of these holy palm leaves. Uh, someone had sent them to him from Hawaii. And, I remember us doing, going to some Catholic rituals and doing, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, blessing, the, you know, the the, the cross, uh, and uh, that was uh, that really got me through it. And I took a mark. I said, I know you're lots of best game I ever played, especially in the NFC Championship game. But there was a lot of things to, to to relish and to remember in that game. That's very, very, very cool. Um, I'm gonna look this up, um, but that's gotta be. I'm going to guess before I look it up, I'm going to. So nobody hold me to this. That might be the most sacks that any Dallas Cowboy has ever had in a playoff game. Specifically. You know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to beat my chest, but I think it is. I think it's a <laughs> record for I'm just saying. OK, well, then I, I'm glad I don't have to look it up. I mean, you know, so. I, I, I think it is. And, and it wasn't it wasn't. But I was a run stopper. So I, I think for me, that's kind of my asterisk for my career for showing up in a huge game like well, that. Thank you for saving me the time. But I want you to verify that because oh, okay. I know you very you fact check everything that I say. So I want you to go ahead and fact check that for me. Well, you know what, Tony? I would love to see that record stand forever, assuming um, <laughs> you know, once I double check it. I hope I hope Micah Parsons matches it. That's what I hope happens on, you know, it's, it's, it was, you know, because it's kind of weird, right? Like, you know, a defensive tackle is the one who holds that record. So let's let's just get a linebacker up in that. But, mix. Don't, but don't we need to make we need to make it for a bigger game? Like they got a you know what? Your car game. You're right. How about an NFC Championship game? Wouldn't it mean a little bit more? That's true. It, it would okay. not be. It would I, not. I'm just saying. I don't care if they, it's this game. I'm just saying. Let's let's be a little bit more. Let's be real optimistic. Yeah. If um 
if if Micah or anybody were to do it, to be very clear, you're like you'd be sitting here and be like, that's cool, man. But, you know, I did it with a ticket to the Super Bowl on the line, you know, so uh, <laughs> oh, the NFC championship game. That's all. Yeah. Um, OK, Tony, prediction. Cowboys Niners. You again, you're saying Cowboys win. Very confident. I, gar- I guarantee the win. I'm going to 24, 17 Cowboys win. Ooh, I'm going to go 27, 24. It's playoffs, man. It's 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 gonna be tense. It's gonna be gonna be a little bit rocky, but um, but they'll get the dub. So so I just hope I hope the venue's not like when they played the the Rams on the road. I don't know if you saw it. I mean, you saw the game. It was, it was like a home game for that. Well, and everybody remembers the um the season opener in 2014 against the Niners. There's and a very like, oh, yeah very that. famous photo of like it like sea of red in AT&T right. Stadium. So yeah. um, let's hope it's let's hope that's not the case. So um, okay, Tony Casillas, um, most sacks by Dallas Cowboy in Dallas Cowboys playoff history. No big deal. Um, everybody will talk to you next week. Hopefully after a Cowboys win. This was the seven five zero.